Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And there's a little bit of NFL news to get to this morning. A reunion of sorts per Adam Schefter. Former Packers wide receiver Randall Cobb is agreeing to a one-year deal with the New York Jets, reuniting Aaron Rodgers and Cobb once again. As Schefter put it in his tweet, the two men who walked off the field together in Green Bay now get to do more work together. So, Joe, obviously, when you're looking at acquisitions that seem a little bit odd uh, in terms of, say, a veteran guy or someone who you know sort of comes out of the blue, but he's paired with a particular quarterback or another receiver or whatever or a coach or whatever, value and contract is really what matters. You know, how many targets is he going to get? How much is he going to be worth in terms of taking away from the salary cap? Those things matter much more than just, well, why would they get someone like him who seems washed up? You know, if he's on the cheap, then it's fine. It's whatever. Uh, But you know if Rodgers is bringing Cobb in that he's going to be an integral part of the slot receiver conversation with the Jets. 48 targets last season. That's not many. 34 receptions, 417 receiving yards, and one touchdown. This this feels like fingerprints involving Aaron Rodgers trying to have a lot of control with the Jets, no? Uh, yeah, yeah. And we can point past last year. We can point to the last five years. Randall Cobb has not had 450 yards in four of the last five years. Like, it's been over. It is over. And, yeah, I guess the money, fine. I wouldn't even want him taking up a roster spot. You have Garrett Wilson. You bring in Lazard. Okay, that reunion makes more sense. You still have Corey Davis. You brought in Michael Hardman's there. They drafted a bunch of rookies. I, I don't, I mean, I get it because it's Aaron Rodgers and Hackett's probably like, yeah, let's do that. Whatever you want, Aaron, get the band back together. This could be great. No, age 33 season. No, thanks. I think it's just a big waste of time, and it's you're right. It's just Aaron wielding his power over in New York as he attends every game. He was chilling with uh, Sauce last night at the Knicks game. Wonderful. Can't wait for the Knicks. <laughs> to yeah, and then I also heard the reports that Rodgers, you know, he's out there practicing, comparing Garrett Wilson to Devontae Adams. So, like, why even make this move unless you're not trusting oh. your younger wide receivers? Like, why also bring in Alan Lazard, you know, and then you're bringing in a guy who's what? How old is Randall Cobb? 32, 33? It's going to be his age 43 season. 40? Well, Aaron, <laughs> I, see, I didn't even see the Devontae stuff. You know what that is, right? It's being petty. Because remember what Devontae said last year? Best quarterback he's played with? Yes. Yeah. So, oh, God, I hate him. He's the worst. I will say, all the cutaways at all these games he's going to now in New York, this, doesn't he look, this is the happiest I've ever seen him look. He looks kind of light, like weight's been lifted off his shoulders. Like, I haven't seen him smile this much. And maybe it's yeah. just how we, you know, <laughs> the media has control. They only show shots that they want to show, you know. But I just haven't seen him this happy, was even, what I know. Even ha- even happier than when he's on the Pat McAfee show. Maybe it's because his family's yes. on the complete opposite side of the country. That could be it. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> or the fact that it's New weird. York is treating him so well. Yeah, Aaron. That's what it is. But, yeah. you know, he goes yeah. into the 
dark tunnel for however long and nobody ever sees him when he's in green bay and all of a sudden he's on the jets and i can't every time i turn on the tv it's smiling aaron Rodgers. it's crazy the dark tunnel he's a new man (laughs) (laughs) the dark tunnel i'm expecting an oncoming train in this dark tunnel uh in the form of josh allen and the bills or or even the dolphins or something like that but I, you know, it was funny watching the uh, Knicks Heat game last night. I was really worried that there was so much focus on the celebrity attendance at the Garden uh, that we would miss the game altogether because we're looking at John Leguizamo or taking another Aaron (laughs) Rodgers cutaway or something. I don't know. This Jessica Alba, like, it it was so many cutaways. Does John Leguizamo still qualify as a celebrity? Like, what has he done? (laughs) <laughs> does it matter i mean there are plenty of celebrities that, like if you know the name then they're a celebrity like it's not some finite list it, it's it's ever okay. expanding based upon something so i mean whether he's done something recently or not i mean uh who who is it the uh the actor from entourage like he's always around sporting events and such like i don't know yeah. if he's done anything per se but we all know turtle? who he is and i yeah yeah turtle yeah 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 that, yeah he's the one like but he's always active. He's always doing something like that's yeah. that to me is what a celebrity is all about. Like we're not forgetting who they are and that, that is important here, but still though, I, I was worried that we were going to miss actual game footage because we're too busy uh, watching TMZ at the garden. Hey, and, this is funny. And at least the, yeah. The tweets about Jessica Alba, like fans saying, I would have dropped 50 if I was playing in front of her and that Brunson scored 23 <laughs> points after they showed her courtside. That is hilarious to me. Oh, man. This, <laughs> what's her plus minus, Joe? <laughs> I'm going to get in tr- I don't want to say anything. Get me in trouble. But yeah. I mean, he's- thumbs up. <laughs> thumbs, thumbs up. Thumbs up, huh? Hey, uh, Joel Embiid is uh, the MVP. How about that? Uh, certainly, we kind of saw that coming as far as, uh, you know, what the market was telling us. Uh, you know, he was running away with this one in part because uh, he was healthy and he was able to finish the season strongly. And he was, uh, you know, doing his usual post-up maneuvers. The Sixers were playing really well, uh, seemed really happy to get the award. And I appreciated Ernie Johnson uh, during that interview, asking if he was going to be available for the next game. And his response was, we shall see. So mm-hmm. whatever happens with him, that will matter in the grand scheme of things. And we'll talk about that uh, later in the program as far as uh, what to expect for game two between the Celtics and the Sixers. But Joe, let's talk about NBA finals MVP because the market has moved a little bit. I mean, certainly Tatum is still the favorite here at uh, three to one, as you would expect. Uh, Nikola Jokic, uh, his odds have shortened drastically to plus 450. Uh, Joel Embiid is at seven to one. Anything stand out here as far as something we need to be noticing going forward? Well, there was an adjustment after last night. We actually had this on the docket to discuss yesterday, and we just mm-hmm. ran out of time because there's so much going on. And I had one name. So many celebrities. Which. which I can't really, I don't know that I, it now's the right time, but the name because of the value that I had circled before last night's game, I kept going back to AD because if the Lakers win it, 
even though he has LeBron on that side, I still think if they win the title, it's because AD would be so dominant, right? Mm-hmm. And, and he's the best player on that team. Now, yesterday morning, I saw AD as high as 25 to 1. Wow. Now, you look around, it's 11, 12. His odds were cut in half after last night's performance. So I thought that was pretty noticeable. Like people reacted to that immediately. The Lakers are six to one this morning to win the title. And now you double that. You go away. Like that's a situation I would look for. If you think the Lakers can make some sort of a run, instead of betting the Lakers to win the title, I, I would bet on AD. And yes, there's that chance that Lakers win and it ends up being LeBron. But if you play that out, I think it's him. Like if the Suns come back in their series and they win it, I think it's because of Booker. Like that's what I feel is interesting because LeBron has shorter odds than AD and Kevin Durant has shorter odds than Booker. Okay, so I'm looking at um, – because I don't have the options. Is Curry like 8 to 1 plus 750? Shorter. Plus 750. Shorter, oh, shorter even? Okay. Yeah, because to me, I'm thinking – after what I saw last night, this is this feels like the Lakers are going to win that series. This kind of feels like a mismatch. Really? I think the the Nuggets and the Lakers are going to be more evenly matched. You know, if AD continues to play the way he's playing, so I don't even understand why Curry, his odds are like half of what ADs are. I mean, I, that's a great point on AD because. Definitely, you could get some really good value there. I mean, if I wanted to, that could be a way I could jump back in on the Lakers after I cashed out my futures. <laughs> there you go. But, well, I, I think the reason why Curry has such short odds, uh, despite the Lakers looking so good in game one, is because who else with the Warriors do you trust <laughs> to, you know, be that impactful player in the finals? you know, perhaps even a little bit of reverb from the Western Conference Finals. It's Curry or nobody for the Dubs. And so he's not splitting that with anyone else. And so I think that's why uh, the number is where it is. If you made him like 15 to 1, people would bet it. So they probably have to keep it there, you know. Yeah, exactly. but, But with all of these, it is a little bit higher than the title odds. Like the Warriors' title odds... It's plus 650, and Curry's plus 750. Uh, the Nuggets' title odds are plus 400, and Jokic is like plus 550. So, I mean, again, we always say this, but it's a way to attack the title market without actually betting a team to win the title. I just, does anybody believe the Nuggets are winning the title and it's not Jokic, Warriors, Curry? Like, I, I don't see any way that happens. Well, let's talk about that because – in terms of the teams that really are in contention, like Joe, you brought this up yesterday as far as which teams we can eliminate comfortably from winning the NBA title, I think to to also make an extension to that, which teams have an obvious finals MVP if they go on to win the championship? Uh, we mentioned that the Warriors, it's obviously going to be Curry. For the Nuggets, it's obviously going to be Jokic. But then after that, things get a little bit tricky. Uh, I mean, let's say the Sixers make a run and, you know, they win the title. Uh, Embiid is at 7-1. to one. James Harden is at 16-1. to one. The one reason why Harden might make a little bit more sense there is what is Embiid's health going to be the rest of the way? 
if he's not as available as perhaps, you know, the Sixers would like him to be and this, you know, turns into, you know, a James Harden MVP caliber like playoff run, well, then he's going to be the one winning it, but it's not going to be anybody else. I still believe that at the end of the day, you want to look at stars. And so even with the Suns, as well as Devin Booker has been playing, you know that KD can take over. As well as AD has played for the Lakers so far, you know LeBron James can take over. And remember, it's specifically just for the finals. It's not for the entire playoffs. That's why I'm still leaning leaning toward the idea that it's one player per team. Maybe there are one or two exceptions, but for the most part, I completely agree that this is how you attack the, the you know, betting on a title future is by going after the MVP market. So I, uh, I t- jotted this down mm-hmm. before the adjustment after Harden's big game the other day. His odds were cut in half. So look at how the market's reacting. Harden's odds get cut in half after last night. AD's odds get cut in half. And Phoenix is 13 to 1 to win the title. But Booker's 25. Like, that's probably where you want to look instead of mm-hmm. KD. If, if you think they're going to they're gonna fight their way back. Is there any one player that really stands out? Where? Okay. There's a path to a title. It's interesting that you know Tatum is still the favorite. Because why? The Celtics are still the favorite to win the title. With this morning's odds, with this, I mean, <laughs> yesterday I would I would have told yesterday I would have told you AD twenty five to one, you know. Yeah. So I I strongly believe Phoenix is winning Game Three, and that's going to be a long series. So today, you know, I would not bet AD today because I think it's going to be a long series, and I expect the Lakers to lose Game Two. Today, I would look at Booker. Is there a 30 to one out there on Booker? 25. 25. Hmm. Dang. There's a 28 to one on Jimmy Butler. Oh, there's a 29 to one on Booker. Sorry. I missed that one. So yeah, just about a 30. Okay. Um, And I see a 35 on Jimmy, but I just don't. (laughs) That's man. That is a team that's one. It's only one person. The problem is mm-hmm. that one they have to win the title. That's kind of the rub. Yeah, yeah there is well, that. Yes, you do have to, to win one, the title. It's a fun, a just for funsies bet. I don't hate it at 35 to one, a little sprinkle, and you're just cheering yeah. on Jimmy Butler. It's yeah. a fun, it's a fun ride. <laughs> or it, maybe it not be, if he but... never plays again. <laughs> But but that's how it works, right? Is that if if Miami wins the championship, it's because Jimmy Butler is having one of the more epic finals performances. And we forget, like Miami was in the Eastern Conference Finals just a year ago. They were in the finals in the bubble. That wasn't that long ago. Like even though Miami has this putrid seed, there's still a lot of talent there where maybe if they had a better regular season, we'd be thinking about them differently. I have more thoughts as far as that's concerned, and I'll get to those mm-hmm. uh, a little bit later. But in the meantime, this is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we're going off the board, and somehow Alabama baseball is getting into our conversation. We'll explain here on the BetQL Network.